Hey y'all, this is How to Pretend to Like Sports. I'm Monica Woodhams, former D1 cheerleader, well, just for one year in college, who is still game day obsessed. Join me each week as I share current events, conversation starters, and obviously discuss the amazing outfits that those F1 girlfriends are wearing. I'm giving you everything you need to know without spending hours suffering through your boyfriend's sports talk shows or even watching a game. You're listening to How to Pretend to Like Sports with Monica Woodhams. Hey, Monica here. So that was such an awkward intro, Monica here. Anyway, I don't really know how this is a not awkward way to do it when you are literally staring at a computer screen or a wall, but whatever. It kind of reminds me of how a couple of years ago, every blogger would get on stories and start it like, Okay, so, and people would get so annoyed with it, but like, you can't really get that annoyed because it is just awkward period to start a conversation with no one actually present and just talking to a screen. I don't think that ever becomes not normal and it's okay to be awkward with it because it's weird, even though we're glued to our phones all day. But anyway, I have my coffee in my make social media fun again mug from homemade social shout out to becca she's the founder and um i love the mug it's great and let's see it's tuesday which means the dogs are at camp so quiet time best time to record we don't have to worry about remy being about to throw up like she did last time ralph barking at the wind because he's quite sensitive to the wind. He does not like a breeze. And speaking of the dogs, so Ralph, he's the mini golden doodle. Over the last maybe, I don't know, I wouldn't say a year, or maybe coming up on a year, whatever. Recently, he has started to kind of act up and he gets a little nippy if he like gets something he knows he's not supposed to have so he doesn't get like this when it comes to a toy or a bone or treats or anything like that he just gets overprotective when it's literally like a napkin that fell to the floor and then he just will not let it go and when he does he gets so mad so obviously we can't have that be happening so i finally had him see a dog trainer and little did I know that this dog training session was going to turn into a life coaching session. So the trainer within like five seconds, he was like, so do you see how calm I am and how not calm you are? I don't remember the words exactly, but basically he was like, you're chaotic and the dogs are picking up on it. And basically Ralph is picking up on it by being entitled. So apparently he's an entitled little brat, which we kind of already knew, but now we know like facts, he's entitled, we need to fix that. And with Remington, it's anxiety, which she is so high strung that that is no surprise at all, but I kind of just, I mean, that's her breed too. So I kind of just thought she's an anxious gal. Um, like her mama. Um, 
So anyway, he was very much like, as you work through these training sessions with him, with Ralph, um, that's going to allow you to have more time to work on yourself and be less (laughs) high strung and um, have time to meditate and really take care of yourself. Because if you can't be, if you can't take care of yourself, then how can you be a good leader to the dogs? Which fair, like I tell this to my friends who have kids, like when they're struggling to prioritize themselves, I'm always like, well, you're going to be the best mom you can be when you're in the best state that you can be to be a good mom. So apparently that translates to dogs too. So the dogs have been feeling my chaos, feeling maybe I should probably like also just like sage the house, sage myself, all that. If someone can pick up that quickly and I'm a little high strung. So sports. This was a fun weekend in sports. I was actually out of town over the weekend. I went to Round Top for the first time. And if you don't know about Round Top, it's a tiny town, like population 90, literally the sign says so, in Texas near College Station. And they do a couple times a year an antique fair. Um, So they have booths set up with a lot of junk honestly, but a lot of really good finds too. And I found some really cool stuff and it was really good to just like get out of the routine, get out of my comfort zone, like just have a break from Dallas life and just like be out in the country. It goes a long way. So anyway, that was really fun, but I did manage to watch most of the TCU game, which was so exciting. TCU played Oklahoma State at TCU and it was such a close game. They went into overtime. TCU won, which is amazing. And now they're ranked eight in the country, which is nuts. They haven't been this good in like literally 10 years. So the new coach who came over from SMU, he is making things happen, which is really exciting. Um, I was talking to my dad about the game and I was like, oh, this is a good opportunity to see if um, he can go to the K-State game with me that's coming up. So like we're like texting about the game, whatever, like he's definitely like on his phone. And so I'm like, hey, how about we go to the K-State game this coming weekend? And then it was crickets. And I was like, they're playing at TCU crickets but with red receipts so literally my dad left me on red so don't think he's coming to the game but that's okay that's okay we keep going and oh my gosh so my friend lee who lives in seattle she texted me and she was like monica i am hitting my quota for sports she is not a sports fan at all like she literally said like She's watched more sports this past Saturday than she did in five years because she was at a bar and they were playing, weirdly enough, the Texas, Oklahoma, Texas, TCU, Oklahoma State game. There were weirdly Oklahoma State fans in this random bar in Seattle. And then also the baseball game was playing. So she got her fill of that. But 
It was really exciting. It was fun. The Chiefs also had a fun game to watch. They played the Bills, which made me feel a little torn because Josh Allen, who is the quarterback for the Bills, he is always my guy in fantasy football. He does not disappoint, but it was tough when I want the Chiefs to win, but I also want to win. So anyway, the Chiefs didn't win. It was close. It was a bummer because it was a home game. So the other games that I watched were the Dallas Eagles game, which I was excited for that game because, not because it's Dallas. I'm not a Cowboys fan at all. Um, I could go on a rant on that one, but I won't. I will spare everybody and also spare myself from all my Dallas people to tell me why I'm wrong. But anyway, so the Philadelphia Eagles were undefeated. Um, Still are. They won the game. Spoiler alert. But yeah, the Cowboys quarterback, who's the backup for Dak, he was in. He had kind of a rough game. He really needed a hug after that. I felt sad for him. Um, Just because you just know how hard on themselves they probably are, especially when they're a backup. I almost feel like that's harder when you don't do well when you're the backup because you already know that as soon as the um, starter is healthy again and going to play, you already know that you're going to lose the job to him. So it's like you want to enjoy the time that you do have on the field. So kind of felt for him there. But supposedly Dak is coming back next week, so we shall see. Um, And then the other game I watched was last night, Monday Night Football, and that was the Chargers playing the Broncos. That's another one of those where, like, I kind of wanted both teams to win, or maybe I should just say I was good with the outcome either way. I really do want Russell Wilson to do well um, in Colorado. Um, Sierra apparently says that they are thriving in Colorado and living their best lives. I wouldn't think, though, that, like, a Seattle to Colorado transition would be that huge. It's kind of like the same outdoorsy world. I could be wrong. I don't know. That's that's my thoughts. Um, But the game was really good. The Chargers, though, their kicker, their poor kicker, he, on his first kick, he um, injured his leg and the dude just kept going throughout the whole game with his injured leg. And it's like every time he kicked, you could tell how much in pain he was and he would fall to the ground. And each time it was like a more dramatic fall and you could just tell he was like in more and more pain. And it was absolutely wild to watch. And then they he scored the winning field goal, um, which good for him. He deserves that, like to push himself the way he did and to be like that accurate and that good when you're in that much pain says a lot. But anyway, in his like post game interview, he was basically like, I mean, the distance doesn't really matter because it's going to hurt either way. So if I knew it was going to hurt, it's just going to do it. Um, but hopefully he's taking care of that leg because me being like the old lady I am, I'm like, 
if it's injured, we don't want to make it worse because then it's going to be a lifelong injury. But I mean, these are professional football players. They already know that they're going to have lifelong injuries. So I'm sure he's fine. Okay, so let's talk about what you need to know going into the week. Oh, one thing to mention, duh, um, you probably have to live under a rock to not know this one, but Alabama lost to Tennessee, which is huge, especially for Tennessee. The whole state, I'm sure, is still on cloud nine because of it, but they did get fined $100,000 from the SEC because the fans um, rushed the field stormed the field. Why does that feel like such a hard saying right now? But anyway, so they interviewed, who was it? The president, Tennessee president. And they asked him how much the field storming would cost the university. And he literally said, it doesn't matter. Boys said while holding a celebratory cigar, we're going to do this every year. So I mean, the good news is that the fines go to scholarship fund. So, yay, that's good. Extra $100,000 to the scholarship fund. But I thought it was so funny how he was just like, don't care. It was a million dollars. Probably still support it. Um, Usually, I just feel like you're used to hearing school presidents like trying to have the most political answer um but he was just like chilling with his cigar apparently okay so i was only going to go through the top five teams in college football right now but tcu's in the top 10 they haven't been in a very long time i'm kind of still in shock that they are so we're going to go over the top 10 just so that we can include them in there so georgia's still number one Ohio State is number two. Tennessee is three because they beat Alabama, which put Alabama at six. But four is Michigan. Five is Clemson. Six, like I said, Alabama. Seven, Ole Miss. Eight, TCU. Go Frogs. Uh, Nine, UCLA, which every time I see UCLA, I think about how my mom, who's from Spain, said that growing up. it was like trendy to wear UCLA sweatshirts, but everyone would call it UCLA. So every time I see UCLA written out, I just like say UCLA in my head. So anyway, 10 is Oregon. Oklahoma State, who lost to TCU, um, is now 11. And I think they were eight before. So, sorry. That's what's going on right now. Most of those teams are not surprising. We In the top 10... I'm kind of surprised UCLA is, but I honestly have, I don't know that I've ever watched a UCLA football game in my life. And I lived in LA for three years. The rankings that I just listed, those are from the AP poll, which is the Associated Press's poll. And that is made up of sport writers and broadcasters. It's 62. And they do this for college football, college basketball, both women's and men. So that's kind of the most common rankings that you'll hear is usually the AP. But there's also the coaches poll, which is like the same thing, except instead of the broadcasters and sports writers, 
Um, it's 62 head coaches. Okay, so one thing I have not paid attention to at all, but probably for the sake of this podcast should mention is that right now is the baseball playoffs. The baseball playoffs are probably one of the most confusing quote unquote tournament structures ever. I never understand how it works. And apparently they changed the rules of the playoffs this year. So this says different from previous years, there will be one extra playoff team per league competing in the playoffs. Additionally, there will not be any tiebreaker games to determine playoff teams in the 2022 season. In the wild card round, the number three seed will host the number six seed for a three game series. See that I'm like already lost here. Similarly, the number four seed will host the number five seed. Then the winners will move on to the divisional round where there is no reseeding. The number one seed hosts the winner of the four to five series and the number two hosts the winner of the three six series. It's over my head. If anyone wants to come on the podcast and explain baseball playoffs to me, you're welcome to because again, over my head. In baseball news, I should probably walk through who might be playing in the World Series. So what we know is right now for one of the divisions and LCS, it's either going to be Philadelphia or San Diego. So whoever wins that game will go on to the World Series. And then on the ALCS side, we know Houston is a contender. What we don't know is who Houston is going to play. And then the winner of that team will go on to the World Series. Houston will either play Cleveland or the Yankees. So those are the four teams that could possibly go on to the World Series. And I couldn't tell you one thing about any of them. But that is why we called the podcast How to Pretend to Like Sports because we're not the experts, but we kind of know what's going on. Don't forget to follow on Instagram. You can just follow me at Monica Woodhams. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, all the things, you can DM me there. That's probably the best way to contact me. If you have thoughts on the baseball, feel free to send those as well. But thanks for listening, y'all. And if you haven't subscribed yet, um, don't forget to do so. Have a great rest of y'all's week.